Okay, audio recording. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the pod. It's yo, been a while. Yo, yo. Oh yeah, little yeah. hiatus. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, we back. Yeah, I'm excited. We already, in case you didn't notice, we already got the mango margaritas going. It's yes, going to be yeah. a Shout good out. one. Shout out Cutwater. Yep. If Take you want to sponsor the pod, hit us up. Contact Please. at halfhousestudios.com. We need that. Big <laughs> shout out to Cutwater. For real. All right. Um, What we got going on this week, Friday? This week, this Friday, we got the Half House Takeover at Let's Canopy go. Club. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Doors at 8 p.m. this Friday, May 12th. Yep, ten dollars. Ten bucks. It's to gonna get be in lit. the door. Yep. So if you're not going to summer camp, make sure to show up to Half House Takeover at Canopy Club. Um, yeah, it'll right. be a full night of Half House music. Yes, Twenty sir. artists. Twenty of them. It's a lot of hey, people, bro. Good. That's real festival energy. We used, we had, we stood the first one with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and now we're at twenty. And that's not even everybody. I got people who are like. Why couldn't I be in it? I'm like, I don't know, man. There's only so much space. True. You didn't make the cut. B team. No, nah, okay. No, don't playing. say all that. No point, no point. We have no B team. It's just you can only fit so many. So I got to put right. the people who are really in here, you know? All right. So if you guys don't know, CP, you should know by now. I got my boy. Mousepad. How are we doing? Yes, sir. Whip trip on and the ones and twos. <laughs> and the one and only. Herm Everlasting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm really excited to have my boy Herm here with me because he was on the first iteration of the podcast. Uh, I've known you for years now, since what, middle school? <laughs> since we were little youngins. Probably early, early high school. Terrorizing people. <laughs> yeah. a, phenom- a phenomenal artist, so make sure to check his stuff out. But Facts. I go by Herm Everlasting, for those who don't know me. Um, I, got a, I got my first project coming out June 15th. And like they said, we got a show coming up this Friday. Me and Mouse are almost finished with the mixtape. Yeah. Rapper life. (laughs) (laughs) Engineer life. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. I'm almost done with like seven Um, people's mixtapes. Facts. (laughs) True. Sheesh. So my my project is called Life's a Gift. Um, It's probably about to be 12 songs on there. And it's just talking about a lot of like, uh, a lot of existentialism, a lot of life shit pretty much yes, but sir. ultimately just coming to terms with being grateful for life and everything and all of my experiences and stuff like that so it should be a good listen i i, I hope a lot of people tune in yeah it's pretty good and it's been in the works for a long time too so it's like you know it's only hits mm. True. And, then I, and then i got some uh some special some special stuff dropping later this year i got my country r&b album dropping so yeah we got to get started on that one y'all not ready for that (laughs) one the writing is in the works yeah we got to figure out some beats but hey i heard some other some samples the other day i was like shit this would be perfect Mm. for the (laughs) country rap album i'm hype all right so how y'all feeling how's your week been bro yeah uh, go ahead get it off (laughs) i don't know this past week's been like Hello, rough for me. I've just been busy, been doing a lot of uh, behind the sh- behind the scenes shit. Yeah. Um. So you know, just kind of stressed. Uh. But that's like, you know, part of running a business, I guess. Um. You know, I, it's like a lot of this. Sh- a lot of the stuff we do is is fun. It's you know, we're just having a good time. But 
a lot of the background stuff is just real tedious yeah. or like legal stuff that I'm like, uh, the, there are know. very few people that make it based off of just having fun all the time. Like you got to do a lot of hard work and a lot of shit that you don't want to do. But, you know, it's like it's like you if you want it, you know, you go get it. Yes, and we sir. out here going to get it. Yeah. Facts. And the fact of the matter is, like, a lot of people are working nine to fives. And there are people that are still working nine Facts. to fives, but are still able to fit their crea- creativity into their lives eventually to the point where it's so fulfilling that they don't have to do those nine to fives, which are tedious, boring, and not really fulfilling or gratifying at all towards our life circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, um, at the end of the day, like, at least you're doing something that's right. gratifying towards, like, your goal and, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I think, um... And you're also getting to re the Turn the, turn the gate off. Where, okay. Where is that definitely shit? definitely did in the, ma- in the main. In the main. Double click. Oh, not there. Yeah, turn okay. that gate off. Yeah. There All right, now Herm won't cut out anymore. Cool. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, but yeah. y'all be alright. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, no, yeah. So it's just it's just like one of those things where, um, you know, it's like I'm working, kind of taking taking what I can from half house in terms of like doing the the kind of background stuff, and then you know just my my own business yeah. and personal life. So it's just yep. like a lot. Uh, or it can be a lot sometimes. Takes its toll, but you know, um, wouldn't trade it, right? Sometimes I like can't even play games because I'm just sitting in front of the music stuff, and I'm like, I could be doing music, and then I'll just go in the living room and watch TV, so I don't have <laughs> to think about it. Yeah, that's called just I feel like being overwhelmed. No. You know, it's yeah, it's a little bit often... overwhelmed, but it's also like, you know, it, it's nice to stare at something other. I sit yeah. in that chair a lot, right? And our brains need breaks from a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with weekly. And so a lot of us get stifled as super stifled um, from being overwhelmed with all the work we have to do Mm -hmm. to where we just don't do anything. And like you, I go and watch TV or I just go play like Rocket League or something for like hours instead of doing something productive. But to me, that's in a way like my therapy sometimes. Would you say you're like that in Rocket League? Very Whoa. like that. Anybody Whoa. that's watching this cannot. You talking about? Can't 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 go with me. No you want smoke. the Rocket League smoke? Apparently, I want all the smoke with Rocket Bro, in Rocket League. Not, he's not him. Mouse knows I'm gradually getting better. That's the funny part about it. Like he can't he can't he, he can't beat me. I can't. I haven't I haven't really like and I'm diamond beat him. I haven't so. beat him consistently, but a real one is gonna admit that I'm son I'm son Goku right now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm growing up. I'm glowing up. He he knows oh, it's on the, I'm on the come up. So, he yeah. is on the come up. He's better every time I play with him. Big facts. Thank you. Mm-mm. I need For to get sure. back on Rocket League, but again, time. What about your the week? learning curve on Rocket League is super, super, super steep. Yeah, it is. Like I've been playing for two years, and I'm just now reaching like right. learning how to do stuff that I didn't know how to do. And it's one yeah. of those like high skill ceiling games where like, there's really no ceiling. ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like there is, but there isn't. Oh, another thing, speaking of Rocket League, Rocket League has introduced me to some really good menu music that I'll go Heck on yeah. Apple and I'll be like, this shit, this is kind of nice. And so um, one thing I'm trying to do with my up-and-coming project called Life's a Gift is get one of my songs on Rocket League. Hit us and up, Rocket League. That's uh, Monster Cat. 
Monster Cat is the um, record label that has all the songs for Rocket League. Deadass. So shout out Man. to Monster Cat. Well, um, Monster Cat's an old bit. I remember listening yeah. to Monster Cat albums like yeah. way back when, like I'm talking middle school, like the sixth crazy, grade. The crazy thing is, is how like uh, how how within reach I feel like it is. Like I don't feel like it's that difficult to get a song on Rocket League. And I feel like I'm I'm definitely gonna make that happen. Like, or at least somebody that yeah. somebody that I know is gonna Coaches, make that happen. Coaches made the wave. Coaches did make. Coaches made the wave by putting rap on there. But there was already a lot of groovy songs on there. Like, wasn't I'm that? I'm not Dua saying Lipa? the music was ass. Yeah, they had actually. You know what? They had Lil Nas X on there. They had Yeah, they had Lil Nas. I got the horses in the bag. Yeah. What do you do? You just like submit your song and see if it makes a cut? I don't know what you do. Okay. But I'm going to do it when I find out. Okay. I'm trying to submit Let It Play for Madden. No I'm, submitting, I'm, okay. I'm submitting 2 a.m., the 2 a.m. song. Ooh. There's a song on my on my upcoming album called 2 a.m. featuring uh, Nick Valentine and Abnormal. And that's the song I'm going to be submitting to get on Rocket League. And if that doesn't work, we're just going to make another one. Another Thanks. one. Yeah, I don't know how you get placements. With Rocket League and shit. Same way you get placements with anything. Email somebody that knows. <laughs> yeah, we got to get some connects, apparently. Yeah, for real. Hey, if you work at Monster Cat or you work at Rocket League and Yo. you, for whatever reason, are viewing this podcast, shoot us an I email. If you work for any video game. Yeah. And you, if you work yeah. for, yeah. yeah. I'll put I, my songs on anything. Contact also, at Half House Studios. Also, by the way, I didn't used to have this pattern of thinking where I, why, where I would think that I could get things done so productively, but like getting older and this is part of the reason why I'm dropping this album and naming it life's a gift is like, I'm learning to connect the dots. I'm learning how to make shit happen just by wanting it to happen. Yeah. And if there's something in the way, then that's now the way that I'm going to make that happen. Facts. So that's really it. You just got to get after it. Like it's, you're the only person standing in your way. Facts. To be honest. And like on my on the album, and like, um, and I'm talking about like universe and yeah. and attract <laughs> and law of attraction and stuff like that. And it's really everything is yours. You just really? literally have to say, "All right, I want that." Now I'm I'm doing what I do Bro, to go get it. That that asked what we did for summer camp. We were like, "Yeah, we want that." And then we told everybody about it. Because once we figured Man. out it was by popularity, it's because when you tell the yep. you and I hate to even be getting this like like this this early, but when you tell the universe. What you want, you speak it out loud, it's going to say, all right, here it is for you. And I do think that the universe heard me say I need the Miami Heat to beat the Bucks because they <laughs> did that shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Bro, heavy Al- buckets. I don't know what, what the Celtics are doing right now. The Celtics, hear me out. The Celtics are are fumbling their bag and now Embiid. Are they just toying though? Because Celtics and Celtics and Sixers do the same thing, uh, and we're not gonna make this a sports the, podcast. But Celtics and Sixers do the same thing, where like they'll be consistent at good, and then just like, completely drop the ball. Nah, I think the Celtics will still pull it out. I don't sure. know. Celtics versus Heat in the next round. Heat gonna go up three one today. I'm definitely rooting for Celtics. Jalen Brown like that. For it's, sure. It's gonna be the Lakers versus the Celtics in the finals. Whoa, back to like uh, uh, Kobe. I, was, That's not that? a bad. I had Celtics and Nuggets. What was the year that Kobe, uh, the Lakers versus Celtics? Oh wait, oh wait. Say what you Obama. want. The Suns back up two two. <laughs> yeah, the Suns did come back up. <laughs> hey, Josh and Chase. They needed that. Y'all gonna be. I'm curious to see what's gonna happen when whoever wins that. But that's been the probably the most interesting series this whole. Do you guys uh, feel like uh, my bad. No, you good. 
Do you guys feel like Embiid deserved uh, MVP? Yeah. Best for guy? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the numbers spe- spe- spoke and, yeah. for themselves. Yeah. But I think that uh, if the real MVP of the league right now is Hemi Butler. but <laughs> Where was that energy in Chicago? The deal is is that Jimmy Butler doesn't play hard until the playoffs. Like he like yeah. literally plays at no forty point games during the regular season and has dropped like three of them in the playoffs, four of them in the playoffs. Can I like, put him in any parlay in the regular season? Nah, put him in the parlays in the playoffs. Yeah, because this boy's going crazy. Hemi Butler. What Hemi about Hitler. uh? Let's talk about this Dylan Brooks. A lot's happened in the past couple of <laughs> weeks where we weren't like recording. So isn't that crazy? He messed with the king and now he's a court jester. I was going like, to say, here's the deal. You can't call out the king, lose, make your – because in my opinion, if Dylan Brooks just shut his dumb mouth, they, yeah. the Grizzlies win that. But he literally made LeBron be like, nah, I can't have this happen. Morant was saying and things too. We're good in the West. A lot of stuff. Was but Morant yeah, liked that. Like, yeah, he that, could talk more than yeah, Dylan. Yeah, I was going to say, Morant's <laughs> out here dropping 40-point games. Yeah. Dylan Brooks, the side, side, side hoe. But you're not good, though, at the end of the day. <laughs> Listen, He's all I'm saying be great is, over there in China. I don't I don't really yeah exactly. I don't really follow sports news but all on my Twitter feed all I saw was niggas tweeting in Chinese like <laughs> a quote tweeting Dylan Brooks Bro. in Chinese. I was like god damn the y'all crazy, really The craziest thing is when the Grizzlies said uh told Dylan know. Brooks he's not coming back on the team under any circumstance. That was wild. I ain't going <laughs> Like it's like said, it's broke to become the next Michael Jordan over the summer and it's they're like nah, no. That was wild. He's definitely not with that jump shot though. Becoming the next Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, no, for sure. But I'm saying under any circumstances, <laughs> no, that's, cra- that's, that's crazy. That There's crazy. one thing to be like, yeah, you're off like, the we team, can't I'm even sorry. talk it out. No meeting, nothing. Right. And then it's like, why are you telling the public this? <laughs> you <laughs> telling him That's this. probably how he heard the news. That's Adam Sheffield. That's, Shepard, probably probably right that's uh-huh. crazy, man. That's crazy. Um, you, got, hey, you got artificial intelligence on that list? No. I mean, we've t- touched on it, but it's you a have, I mean, it's a growing thing. Like, yeah. Every some new every week I feel every, like no it's not it, why yeah, do you it say is. that the new Drake uh, AI track just because crazy. like that Drake AI is crazy well that's gonna I, I'm gonna share my opinion real quick um which there's a lot of dimensions to this AI stuff yeah but ultimately so with the Drake stuff let's start let's start there that's gonna open up a lot of lawsuits like a lot of people are that's gonna there's gonna be regulations with that as far as where this how this affects society, there's going to be a lot of negative effects, as with every new innovative yeah. technology. Um, but hopefully regulations start to make something happen because if AI learns how to teach itself, like, codes and nuclear codes yeah. and is mimicking human brain behavior, then it's like, what about that is safe? Right. What's the scariest part of AI to y'all? Uh, people who want to give AI and general intel like general ai intelligence rights whoa <laughs> because no dead ass the first person that says oh this ai is a real person they think like a real person therefore they should have rights it's over you know what i'm saying there there is a clear That's distinction between at all. between organic life and artificial intelligence cuz yeah. what do you do when the robots start rioting you kill them. I'm I'm sorry. If they if we cold. ever have like a robot uprising, I am smashing some fucking computers. Like there is robot. no but they smash you first. There is no a, there is right. no computer rights, right? There is no they they are they are created by us. And you can talk about yeah. oh it's slavery this or whatever. Right. They don't whatever have, there's justification. There's no souls. There's no spirit with these with this. 
We created right. something that's not yet. Completely. It's like, <laughs> bro, imagine your phone. You're one like, of them. I've seen iRobot. <laughs> Listen, I've seen her. I mean, it's like this. Imagine your phone getting up and being like, uh, I'm clocking out. Like, what? <laughs> bro, the no. whole time, I'm just don't I'm want... tired and overworked. <laughs> bro. Powering down. It's just... No, bitch. You better turn back on. <laughs> right. I got a homie that has only been sending me, like, positive AI news, and every time he sends me something, and I'm like, bro, this can't be good. You know that, right? He's like, bro, you got to think on the bright side. I'm like, when mm-hmm. has there this ever ended well in there's any movie? Positive, there's positives to AI if we're using it to assist human life. Uh, but when you start right. letting AI just create on its own, that's what I'm like. And the fact of the matter is this affects multiple industries. It is. AI all, so, all will be the new internet. Right, like yeah. in terms of the revolution, like the the disruption it's going to cause in industries, um, but I don't think I don't think we should be scared. I think people need to be a responsible with how they code AIs, and b um, there should be huge and uh, sweeping regulations on yeah. how AI is used Absolutely. and how it is uh, especially proliferated into yeah. like business we're always going to we're always going to attempt to make ai be like human only because eventually they're going to want to try to put ai in bots that can do war for them instead of pe- real people and they're going to want them to think more like people so they're always going to try to push and see how much of a person right. they can make it like it's- without it being a real person but then you know you do too much, it's learning, and you don't even know what it's learning anymore because it's... As soon as we start coding emotions into robots, uh, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, right? I agree. Not to mention, humans are, like, by nature, imperfect. We're flawed. We literally have checkmated ourselves. We've checkmated mankind. The, he- the earth won't start to heal itself until we're gone. And the only thing that we ever do is war with each other. As humans, all we've ever yeah. done is war with each other throughout life. For if artificial intelligence is learning to be like us, then it's, I guess, would be inheriting that. And mm. that's just, you know. It's going to be a time. I mean, even like, it. It's like AI can come up with it's a cure for well. cancer by accident, but it can also launch a nuclear bomb by accident right. you know what i'm saying not to mention like what Be happens like, when i saw this in the news right saw this on fox news and they're and they're they're Locked gonna literally bomb. have to create a new law systems around this. yeah because what happens when people start having access to people's ig accounts and weird stuff like that i don't need you looking at my saved uh <laughs> posts <laughs> what you got in pause <laughs> hold I mean, on hello talking IG about honeys right i mean if we're talking about like deep fake shit like that is already oh, concerning also, me too. Yeah. like, like you can slap anybody's face on anybody now, right. and you know catfishing is the, the, cat the next level. Catfish just uh, signed for eight more seasons. You yeah. just seen that AI filter on? Or I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, this AI filter literally takes like every pixel of your face and just recreates it through AI to make you look like the perfect like head shape and like oh. makeup and all of that. And I'm like, I'm they turn curious. it off. I'm. What the what the heck? <laughs> that shit is crazy. I think that we're reaching the pinnacle of what people thought would happen when cars were first invented. Like, you know, with every new technology, people are shocked. And then there's the people that are amazed and in awe. When cars were first in, invented, people were probably like, oh, this is, <laughs> what's right, next? Right. Floating cars and yep. all that extra stuff. I mean, so yeah. it's like we're reaching the point in society where, oh, the... The bad stuff is starting to happen because we won't stop creating. Like, we could have been good with the iPhone 7. Like, 
Mugs didn't Mugs didn't even know. have to keep creating new stuff. The Teslas are amazing though. Yeah. Teslas are amazing. But after that, like as if we're not making technology to assist human life, then what is the point? To Money. me it's like to me right. it's like after. every emerging technology kind of has an arc, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, we're kind of in the discovery phase. Okay, we're figuring out like what this tech tech can do or predicting like oh where is it going to be in you know 20 years and then you kind of hit a peak where you're like okay this is the actual full application of what this tech can do and then you kind of hit a downward spiral right yeah. like I'm we we saw it with the internet like the metaverse i'm the meta like i'm genuinely convinced that we've figured out a lot more advances in technology than what actually is told but oh, it's yeah. like they just like yeah. don't don't let people release it slash even say they know how to do it because... Because certain stuff, not for everybody. I was going to say, like, well, not even that, but it's like there aren't, like, laws slash security things to stop somebody from, you know, doing something. Uh, like, let's say, like, teleportation was found out, and you could do that, but, like, there's no law on teleportation. <laughs> okay, I'm but, acting a fool, and that's why I that's know what it's I'm not saying, for, yeah. It shouldn't be for anybody. You can rock the real question. If I'm going to act a fool, imagine who else is right. going to act I'm for real. easy. Yeah. The real question with teleportation is, and this is a hot topic in the teleportation discourse. Reddit. Right. No, <laughs> no, I'm saying is like... Is there a teleport Reddit? I don't know. Gotta be. I'm just Gotta saying... Be. There's a Reddit for everything. If, really? if you teleport your body, right, and instead of like, it is like, okay, the whole thing is, right, it is kind of reconstructing you at the other end of the teleportation portal. Yeah. So is that really you? Or is that a reconstruction of yourself? Whoa. Does your consciousness end when you teleport and you're and you've recreated your consciousness at the other end? Whoa. Or, you know, like it's impossible to take that with. Yeah. It's like, like your brain is is I'm not the even talking brain about, you've had. I'm not even talking about people. I'm just talking about like even teleporting objects. True. He's just bringing yeah. up the interesting point. Cause I don't think we don't where are our geniuses, you know. Um Albert Einstein would have loved to embark on something like this and figure out how to, yeah. if this would have been a real thing. Like, people also, like that. Like, I feel like due to capitalism, we just can't advance fa as fast as we really could because nobody's gets, sharing. Everything is capitalized. Everything's, yeah, everything's about all my idea costs money now. Teleportation would be absolutely amazing. And somebody's. I'm breaking, I'm, more I'm breaking homies more out. Yeah, I would never. Okay, here's the thing: because you objects, have to take your cells, like, like physical, taking organic life and teleporting. That does bring up like consciousness, and it's facts. like, yo, objects is one thing. Yeah, because if I could, Amazon Prime over with what? I mean, and the real <laughs> question is like, see you this in thirty seconds? It's up. Yeah. It's just impossible. Like, it's impossible. Loading. Yeah, like you just go just outside. There's a drone just like delivering, building like, your shit one by oh one. Oh my gosh. I mean, but it's, it literally comes down to like, what if, what if a couple atoms are missing, right? Yeah, then in it's your a brain, piss right? Rash. You're not the same. I don't, you, need them. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care how if it's two atoms. My man talking. You're about not the same person. You're you're sending not the same. <laughs> He's talking about sending yeah. them over. Packet but lost. Packet lost. Packet lost. Literally. literally and then though, what if you come out the other end and you're literally just like a it's fucking? It's just impossible though. Like that, we haven't even like we're just a hundred years behind that. Yeah, no, I, and I'm saying, I don't think, I don't think like the the teleportation in like the sci-fi sense will ever be actually physically possible. Um, it might be with like some weird reconstruction technology at the other end. What about hyperspeed? You think we talking about faster than light? Yeah, you do you think we could do we could recreate hyperspeed? I don't think we'll ever recreate a faster than light technology in any short amount of time. Yeah. 
if there are like you know aliens that have done it it is f- literally f- millions of years probably beyond our comprehension okay fair know? enough cuz that is that is a hard barrier of the universe as 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 far as we understand it so teleportation yeah you could there's there's theoretical technologies to um what is it you you like bend space time yeah. in front of right. yourself to go beyond the yeah, speed of light we're but that's talking about even quantum physics yeah, and that's right, like yeah. literally Bill quantum I'm technology shit i'm getting too deep uh, uh, i want to say too. this so teleportation like that's yeah we're as hum- as a society like as humans we're very very far fetched from that but what is seeing real innovations happening is virtual reality and you mix that with what's happening with AI, that's a also a weird dang, could be dangerous combination. But real quick, real quick, there's this show on Apple TV called The Feed. They're kind of advanced in uh virtual reality in their world. Um they have these things that they like put on the side of their heads and then uh they can see all of their social media. Like but it's like you can see a person using it but you can't see what they're looking at. Yeah. And you can also have, like invite a person over through hologram. It's like they're li- in your living room, so that is something I could see happening, like with VR and VR's innovations. That'd be pretty crazy. I feel like that's but already out there. It's sure. called the feed, and then people kind of start like um, inhabiting this weird uh, brain twitch thing, where like their brain isn't reacting the same because of their addiction to this uh, mm. virtual reality. Yeah, so. I mean, virtual. I'm just trying to get it to be like uh, Ready Player One. That's really all oh, I want. Hell yeah, that shit looks lit. The Ready Player One. You seen that movie? That's a I top three movie. It. For it's me. a good movie. It's really? Yeah. Top what three. Are you I would. It is a I top three movie. I thought it was. I thought it was good in like. I thought it was fun. I, it was fun, but gentlemen, top three gentlemen, movie. Come on now, y'all I don't tripping. know. Like, it was pretty good, but it was like. I mean, you, know you wouldn't put on that uh, bodysuit and dance I with would. the virtual shorty. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna be in that club every night. <laughs> Tall, tan, long, tan, DJ. and handsome in that bitch. Right. Whoa, virtual DJing when that, that'd be lit. I'm getting paid for shows and I don't have to leave my house. Gage. Okay. They pull out the blicky at that virtual show. Virtual DJ. Take my headset off. But how do you feel about the <laughs> the Tesla? Um, what is that shit? The brain uh, chip that they have. Like that uplink? No, that's yeah, a the satellite. Tesla. Uh, what is it called? Whatever it's called. Don't yeah, yeah, put yeah. a chip I'm in your head. You can it. drive your car with it. No, you put a chip in your head and you can like. I have intrusive you can, thoughts. You I'm can, gonna crash. You can <laughs> think uh, what you're gonna type, or you can think where your cursor is, or you can think uh, and it'll skip your song. I don't know about that. That seems hap- too like, scary. This is in it's, it's in development. They've been testing it on rats and chimpanzees, and every chimpanzee they've put it in. Has died basically, so Whoa. I don't know if we're ever gonna get there. <laughs> no. um, but that, like I'm the not... next step of of human years. evolution, quote unquote, is uh, human digital interaction. And I'm never crossing that line for me personally. And I hope, like, you know, generations down, my kids also don't, grandchildren don't. But like, I'm, I'm I don't want to be an android. I'm you know good. what technology is crazy though? What I saw this thing on. TikTok. So I was listening on TikTok <laughs> the other day, and it was like, uh, like people who had never been. No, it was like a Mr. Beast video or some shit. I don't even remember, but it was like people who like haven't had like an arm in like a long time or like a hand, cause like you know like war, war casualty or something, and like they'll give them like a prosthetic Disability. one, 
and like link it to them and stuff like that, and they like can like actually feel like touches. That's what we. That's, that's the type of stuff we should be using technology yeah. for. Like that's crazy. We're yeah. the the oh, yeah. That's really cool to bring sensation back to like yeah. some because I've heard about like phantom itches. Uh, whenever somebody loses a limb, they'll still get an itch right here or something. It's like mm-hmm. you'll never get this. You petty, <laughs> but like that—that that is really cool. Yeah. That's what technology should be used for to bring something as simple as like for human advancement. Is that back? Yeah, and na- really and like advancement that. of the earth, bro. Like, like I said earlier, humans are bad creatures. We've checkmated ourselves. We've checkmated mankind, and the earth will literally not start to heal itself until we. St- until we are, you know, not here anymore. Until and, then. And I think there will be a reset. Until then, y'all finna keep making amazing music. Yes, sir. I have a question. Okay. <laughs> what are those? A curveball, curveball, curveball. Curveball. Um, did y'all hear about this hotel manager? Ooh, Cole Bennett. Which one? There's D2 a lot of hotel Bennett. managers in this world. The one that would sneak into uh, his guest room and suck their toes. Bro. What? What That's are you doing? Gross. What are you doing? And this is like, they charged... Um, I don't know, whatever it is. They charge... The, what are those called? First off, Charges if somebody puts their tongue on my toe, I'm waking up instantly. I'm not that heavy of a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. On me, I'm You know be. how bold you gotta be to sneak into, like, your guests, a random stranger? What if they That's got, disgusting. like, athlete's foot? What y'all doing? I'm getting the nearest thing next to me, and it's, go, like, beating his up. These just aren't I don't even know. That I might I've... just... I might just make a big deal out of it and then sue them and make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I beat ass, then I can get countersued because I Mm -hmm. beat someone's ass. So I'm finna be like, get the fuck out. And then I'm finna shove them a little. Am I missing something? Where did you hear this? Like, what is (laughs) this? Was this a post? Bro, literally. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a a story. Incredible. Yeah. I also need to say something about my mental health. I haven't been on Twitter for like low key this month, low key a year. And. Obviously, people, um, you're still going to deal with, like, real life. But deleting, like, a lot of social media from your life really, really gives you a lot of clarity. It allows you to think better. It allows you to just focus on what you have to do. You're still going to have real-life struggles. But True. it helps you a lot. And and then you your, your reactions in real life are more genuine when people say, like, have you seen that TikTok? Or yeah. have you seen, did you see this on Twitter? It's like you get to actually learn about something in real life yeah. on, from a genuine perspective instead of having been mass-feeded something that you saw amongst a hundred other things at 10 a.m. in the morning because you've just been scrolling. Not coming at anybody here, but um, it's just funny how when you said earlier, like, oh, yeah, I saw this on TikTok, and it's like, TikTok teaches a lot of people things, but the fact of the matter is, like, we're getting way too much information at in a small amount of time, and it's just I agree. It's not like, conducive. that's the thing about social media, right? Is that people mm-hmm. chase novelty every time you see a new post, et cetera, et cetera. You're like, <gasps> and that feed you have these this like little serotonin <laughs> dopamine release, and then afterwards you're like just what chasing does IG that high, stand right? For? I don't even know. Instagram? What you mean? Instant gratification. (laughs) (laughs) No more doing this. Spin bars. But, um, yeah, instant gratification. But once you, like, disconnect from that world and then you're back in the real world, right? People don't know how to react or people don't know how to communicate with each other. No, they don't at all. I mean, it is what it is, but that's the world you live in. And then I feel like you just have to learn to adapt to it, right? Yeah, true. In your own way or cope to it the same way that you're doing, just not being on it. I I take social media breaks all the time. Yeah, and I feel like people need to. People literally need to unplug. And and when (laughs) it'd be funny when people say, like, 
you'll see a comment telling somebody, like, go touch right. grass. It's like, nah, motherfuckers really need to go touch grass. Go touch a tree. <laughs> go Especially sit outside. Nowadays, go yeah. literally just feel the These air. These kids aren't kids. Yeah. Like, breathe. They, I, no, I, I, the, kids I are, the kids are trying to be kids. Bro, I can't go remember the last time I saw a group of kids on bikes. Because their parents aren't trying to spend time with them or buy them bikes. They're just giving them this iPad and saying, oh, we're at the restaurant. You bringing your iPad with you? Yeah, you don't got to chip in conversation. It's also, I think it's just a bit of like also social media. Like as we're talking, it's like the world's always kind of been dangerous, but now you can like see it firsthand on social media. You're not supposed to see all this. People don't even want their kids outside anymore. really like that. Like I used to be out. I remember when I was like a kid, I used to be out on the street. I wasn't like a great place you know i live in kansas city and so you know i'm just outside playing like in the fucking grass and shit someone gets shot down the block my dad like come inside <laughs> like <laughs> come you know on inside saying? and that's like, just being hey, don't a look at that come on inside that's yeah, just like that's just being a parent let them play outside it's yeah. a little dangerous but like you know let them let them live let them learn trust your kid also raise yeah. them you know what i'm saying trust your kid that they know better judgment they to have get to themselves socialize. out of he was to trying to show so. you clarity that's just being a parent right our our environments also just nowadays oh aren't even conducive to social interaction. Like everything, yeah. every and not let me not get into like zoning law, right? But every everything is zoned and separated in such a way that you have your house is over here, you have you know business over here, you got industry over here, and um, you know in Europe they they have a lot more mixed use zoning and a lot more of a like kind of cohesive and blended environment where you might have businesses on a like like you might have a corner store right yeah we don't have corner stores in the in america like we have we have some we do we We have mad corner stores but i'm talking about okay imagine if there was a a a convenience store at the at the end of this block, right? That's there what I'm talking that about. It's the, called CVS. Yeah. That's not, but it's next to a bunch of other commercial property, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, in, so. in the sense of like, you have way would... more options available to you in your yeah. immediate surroundings, especially like if you're talking about suburbs. Yeah. I feel like, like in cities it gets better, but like especially in like like areas that aren't weren't built like as cities, like in the 1800s and shit. It's it's a bit more like sectioned off just because it's like you work here, you sleep here, and everybody wants that suburban life. You know, movies but put that it in. But the idea is different, yeah. right? Because I don't want well, to build life. to build on okay, what you're not saying, everybody, right? Imagine, but a majority. Like, imagine the neighborhood you grew up in having a um, a corner store right there, right? But now you have everybody going to that corner store. Now you get to talk to your neighbors. You get mm-hmm. to build a community, and that's the idea behind wanna, that um, lifestyle versus just. Being so disconnected, I yeah. only talk to I one neighbor. A, I want to use a different example than corner store because corner stores have more so plagued the black community. Um, yeah. Just you know, you see alcohols being sold on every corner on the south side of Chicago, or you 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 see these places that aren't I mean, really conducive toward, toward the environment. Shoot, I mean, like, just like, like third third places, yeah, are third are. So disconnected from American culture. I mean, and I don't want to be like, oh, European culture is so much better, right? Because they're just as racist as we are. But the fact, um, but they have third places. They have places that are not your home, are not your job, right. yeah. and aren't places where you're going to be spending money at necessarily. Yep. You just go there to interact with other people, and 
that's that's the whole point mm-hmm. of of them is Human just to activity yeah. rich richer environment yeah. the ability to enjoy your community i also think with the like upgrade of just like you know internet and everything people don't need to like we have these community centers but people don't need to use them as much anymore like we have the library we have you know like open open computer lab places around town like stores but it's like people can just get their books online people can just you know, do whatever they want. So, kids should always have community centers. But with you just saying that, that made me like realize when I was something. a kid. When I was a kid, we get out of middle school, and I'm at, I went to Edison, which is like right there. Yep. And that, we'd library. just walk over to the library, mm-hmm. and we'd be big bulling in the library till like six p.m. Yeah. Till our parents and were like, "You need to come home. It's late." I, and you're like, "Oh, I'm just at the library," and they're like, "Oh." Okay. And Jefferson uh, kids were going to uh, Center. Center. Yep. Yeah. Center. My whole thing is. We do a lot for trying to have youth centers and community centers for the but kids. But now kids just go home and they play their games or they get on the internet or they get on Xbox Live. You know what I'm saying? PlayStation Network. And they don't go to the library anymore because they got all the systems for re- a reasonable price at Hear home. Hear me out. Hear me out. Kids want to interact. Like, kids want to have a rich environment. Kids want to, uh, you That's know, there's fair. still those introverts inter- and stuff. But here's the thing, though. Everything we're bringing up, there isn't that for adults. Unless we're talking about bars, clubs, everything that involves drinking. And then, yeah, like he said, sure. hold on, hold on. Like he said about the third spaces, where, where in Europe, where you would meet someone walking down the block or walking in the park from your house, we got to meet people in parking lots. A lot of our space in, in America is taken up by parking lots. Or just, and, like, people's big-ass right. yards. And not to mm-hmm. mention... As, like, not to mention everyone in this country is so entitled. Why do you think everybody wants to live in the suburbs? We're all, we all yeah. want to live so privately that they we want, don't even want to yeah. talk to people. Our land, it's quiet. There's no business it's around. It's quiet. There's no businesses. It's yeah. because everything is a cash grab. We don't want to be around that sometimes. What's and also, so we want to be very, very secluded. That's what I'm saying. But overseas, it's like where everything isn't a cash grab. People are 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 okay being in their There's community. There's also a bit and- more universal health care. And the issue, I think, too, is like the work day is just so intense for a lot of people that they want to go home to their quieter neighborhood yeah. where they can just like exist and not have to hear the sounds of any cars because that's all right. they hear in their office all day, you know? And the offices are draining us. It's yeah, exhausting. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's tedious, boring work like I was saying just earlier. How hard the work is, like people to just want to go home and hear nothing. You know, not have I to worry it. about anything. But and that's so sad. But yeah, let's. I mean, definitely it's so sad. But Mike, check. Okay, it it is definitely sad. But um, I feel like we still find ways to cope, right? Like even though we're in this setting, like drinking we make the best of what we mm-hmm. have right here, right? Yeah. After work today, it was a long day. I want to come here, Facts. chop it up, chop it up with the boys, and have a nice little drink. A little cut water sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be honest. We- Oh, yeah. I was just gonna say this is my third space, right? I agree. Like, yeah. I look forward to this weekly, and when I can't make it, I'm like, dang. Yeah, <laughs> no, I my agree. whole thing. My whole thing is there needs to be more places for adults to yeah. be able to do things and activities without having to involve drinking, unless you want yeah. that to be involved. I Especially also there's the no there's no activities for us. We are made to we're grow we're literally brought up so that we can work. We're assets. I was going to say, again, I think that there are still a lot of outreaches. But, again, people are so tired from a 9 to 5 that they get home 
They don't want to go out. They don't want to participate in after, you yeah. know, work at like, you know, you're in volleyball, like stuff like that. Like there are rec leagues. You can play sports. There are, you know, there are clubs. If you out really there want you it, you'll go. go, you'll go. Right. Get it, but yeah. everybody's just really tired after work. It drains them. They go home. They don't want to socialize because they've been talking to people they don't want to talk to all day. Some people do. Some people, you know, like me, like I bartend. So after work, I'll grab a drink with like regulars, you know, mm-hmm. it's like chill. But like. A lot of people work, you know, the desk. They want to go home. They just want to sit around. They might play some video games with their homies online. But it's the weekends when people go out. During yeah. the week, it's like, you know, everybody's radio silent. The, the weekend race. hits. Nobody works, and now everybody wants to go out because it's the weekend. All right. It is, I want to circle back real quick, but I feel like you guys definitely said a lot of... I'm enjoying this. Brought topic. a lot of I'm good things. This particular topic. But I have one more question because this came up to mind uh, during the social media uh, section, whatever we were saying, is that um, as artists, right, I feel like when whenever you create something, right, and put something out in the world, you're doing it for yourself first and foremost, but you have to prepare yourself for the response that you receive from the world, right? I never so, put out, like, the music I put out is for me, but, yeah. like, the social media content is for everybody else because okay. they don't know how to go listen to it. You know, and if I want to keep doing this for me, I eventually have to make money off of it. Therefore, I have to make social media posts because, unfortunately, the generation we live in, every as we've been talking about, everybody finds their stuff on social media nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, it's not like it was where you could just, you know, share your mixtape with people. They'd listen and then they'd share with their homies. It is kind of like that, but it, it's different right. now. It's I all, guess what it's I'm all trying quick to... media. You have to think of something you can post on a social media post that's 20 seconds or less, you know, because people get bored after 20 <laughs> I agree, seconds. I agree, and I want to add to But um, I guess what I'm trying to ask you guys is simply this, is that, what was I going <laughs> to um, What's the worst part about being in the music industry or, like, this creative industry? Because I know you guys aren't monolithic, and you have, there are a lot of aspects that you might like or hate, but truly what, there is there any part that really gets on your for nerves? The same, around. For yeah. the same reason that people like that uh, people don't share ideas because, again, with music and ideas, there's money involved if it's good enough. So I think a lot of people like just don't like it's a there's a there's competition in it. Like whether you want to be friends with someone or not. You know, you both could make great music, but if you make, like, the same type of music, there's just, like, inherent competition in it. And, like, you know, who's going to be able to sell more? Because you both want to make it big if you're both performing for the same people. You know, it's like, I, I just, I don't like the comp. I wish that, it would, like, it was just collaboration. Nobody yeah. cared about being big, but, like, being big gets you money. So I get it, you know. But I, I just think that a lot of times collaborations miss missed because it's, like, a lot of ego, you know, of just wanting to be the one who gets rich and gets you out know. of here. And people will throw people under the bus just to get out of here. Which is crazy because we could all eat. We could, That's why we have Half House. Yeah. So we could all eat. Literally. We're, we're creating a collective of people who just all want everybody to eat. Yep. Not just themselves, not just using what we have, giving back a little, you know. I want, like, people who all want to eat because that's people I want to be around. Yeah. You want to go next? I was going to say, um, for me, the difficulty, and this is more of just like a historical thing. I know, like, especially in the 60s, right, there was this whole explosion of, like, British rock, like, oh, the Beatles, yada, yada. 
And that only happened because the UK government like stip- gave stipends to artists to create, to literally basically not work and make art, right? A renaissance. A renaissance. And there hasn't been any sort of push or um, drive for that to happen. It's it's basically shot down a hill from from then. And, um, you know, I think everyone wants to be, especially nowadays with TikTok and, and everyone wants to be an influencer, right? Um, if you ask most Americans what, like, their dream job is to be, it's like an influencer. Yeah. But it's like, at the end of the day, if if we had any sort of infrastructure in place to allow people to quit their jobs and... Um, you know, basically be be government assisted to create art. I think we'd be in a much better place uh, as half house a and b as a society. Yeah. Just because when when art is not funded, when there is no support for art, um, you just end up looking dry and you know, dingy. I yeah, yeah, dingy. Like it's like you know, I think. A lot of a lot of art in recent years has been kind of uh, not maybe redundant, but a lot of it is feels factory produced to yeah. me, right? Like you have, I mean, ever since ever since Chief Keef, like, and shout out Chief Keef, shout out my boy Sosa. Sosa. Yeah. Um, ever since then, the the rap industry to me has felt very formulaic. Yeah. Like it's like Okay, we have this idea. We have sure. this, you know, style. I let me just <coughs> pump out as much content as I can in this style and see what bites. Right? I agree until twenty twenty two, because I think that I think that genuinely, when adversity hits, is when new art just gets created. Because there's just there's new ideas. It's the same thing, but a different situation. New ideas, and I think with all the Black Lives Matter stuff and COVID-19 happening at the same time, I do think, like, in the past two years, I've heard a lot more innovative music, not just music to, like, be on the radio, not just music to be what people want to hear. I feel like a lot of artists that I've been listening to have been making more music that's, like, like new, fresher, like, has has a, a more like touched up sound if that is that example. art is that art you listen to or is that art that's mainstream give one example yeah because you listen to a lot of underground you put me on a new people all the time i think damn was really good do not get me wrong kendrick yes i think kendrick's damn was really good but i think mr morale and the big steppers is more artistically close to what he in his head envisions and i think damn had a lot of really good art on it and i thought it wasn't like just like basic which one by was any means most recent uh mr, mr. Morales. morales that was that yeah one mr morales and the big yeah, that's what was that's, yeah. that was a that, work of art yeah i think that was closer to like something that was made from being pushed to the limit instead of being like now i have a bunch of money and i'm making music because i'm being funded for yeah. a bunch you know and i feel like the same happened with uh tyler the creator i love igor but there's a lot of radio hits on igor and not to say Igor's a bad album, but again, I feel like Call Me If You Get Lost was a closer representation to what Tyler Creator was wanting to do, uh, like, 
with his like art artistic vibe, I guess. As an I like what you just said. As an artist, do you think that a lot of people go through that stage where they gotta get out some something first to where they can reach that best version of the or that when did, best version that they've presented when so did far? Uzi release EXO Tour Life? Was that like two thousand seventeen? I thought Okay. The, I think there was a weird time from 2017 to 2020 where everybody was just making stuff that everybody wanted to hear instead of just making like good music. There were pe- like mm-hmm. the new artists that I found who like didn't have a lot of people were still mm-hmm. making genuine music, but I felt like a lot of the people I like liked blew up, you know, around that time and they all put out music that like that people want to hear. Ironically, I feel like there's there's enough space in the world for both of your ideas to exist, right? For example, like um, I definitely believe that we're in like a in a renaissance drought. There are really good artists, but I mean, you're talking about the goats. Everybody that you've named is a top ten artist or top. I'm just trying to name artists, artists that people like. For just sure, that people can relate know. to. For sure, but yeah. you, if you want to hear, I guess. The idea behind the Renaissance is that you have great art easily available to you as well versus, like, you got to hunt. You're giving the people what they want, right, the the things that they can relate to, but you kind of have to dig deeper to find more art. Like, the, the non-mainstream is okay. what I'm trying to say. Rico Nasty. I think she's big, but she's not mainstream. Yeah. I feel like her point, newest album she's uh, definitely that mainstream. she put out, mainstream They had her on, like, a tender... Mainstream storyline. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's big, but like, when yeah. have you ever turned the radio on and heard? Yeah, of Rico course. Nasty but what are song? we calling mainstream? Future, the future is the, the Drakes and everything. Yeah. Well, before we even get into that, that's what I'm saying. You didn't I mean, say Rico Nasty in there. I would say I'm saying. Yeah. I think her most recent album sure. is her best because I think that, like, she was hard before. She's just putting out hard rap music, which I love. Mm. But like, all of a sudden now she's like opening up more about her life because I'm sure as hell like. She got a baby and no daddy. Whoa, so like, what? what's up with you know? What's up I'm with her? Finding out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's been and had she, a kid since before she blew up. Yeah, she's been had a kid. Yeah, and so you know, it's like I feel like people are during COVID just were sitting by themselves for so long that they had to dig deeper for in sure. themselves because they realized you know without the ebb and flow of everything moving, you stop and you realize like, do I even like what I'm making? You know, maybe I should switch it up and start doing something more genuine to myself. Ask that question you asked that I didn't get to answer. Oh, you're talking about uh, yeah, the worst part bad, about being no, no, the music bad. industry? Um, you said worst part about the music industry? or Yeah, yeah. for you by yourself, because like, all of you guys are not, again, monolithic. Like You all have yeah. such different aspects to you. So I guess, yeah, just worst part about being in the music industry. Um, okay. So yeah, I was thinking about that for a second. I'm going to start with the music industry, but then I'm going to get into the hip-hop industry. As far as the music industry goes, I don't feel like I'm in the music industry. I feel like I like making music. I feel like I've liked rapping since I was like eight years old. My first ever rap was, my name is Darian. I came to say I'm from the hood and I'm looking like a player today. Hey, and you wouldn't want to mess with me because I beat you down like Muhammad Ali. That was Why was everybody's was- first rap? start with hey my name is because <laughs> that's how i used to because i have a first because, rap that i because made. because hip-hop was also because hip-hop with, was discovered. hey i'm josh <laughs> because hip-hop was discovered in the bronx and they used yeah. to tell them to rap they sit yeah so no, it was like it was freestyle hey, my name so is gotta, yeah yeah let them so, know who you are yeah so i've been loving grew up on hip-hop grew up on rap grew up on music though as far as the music industry goes like 
we all have heard about the bad record deals that people have been into. We've all heard yeah. about like that negativity. My whole thing with uh, the music industry and like to go off what you were saying about um, ego and stuff like that. I just don't. I'm only here to create. I'm. I. I, to, I told Mouse this before. Making music is like leisure. It's like going to go hoop. It's yeah. something that I find fun. If I'm doing it still at seventy, which I probably will. It's because it's leisure. It's a hobby. But what did you want to make I understand. Your hobby? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I understand when people make it their life goal to be the best musician that they can ever be. For me, that's just not the case. There are so many other dimensions of my life in which I'm trying to excel, excel other than music. But music always grounds me. It always gets me into a mode and... A, a mode of creativity in which I love being in the studio. I love writing. I love being poetic. And so that part I will always love about music. It's just that this isn't the only way that I'm see myself being successful. Yeah. You know, so that's my whole thing with the music industry is when a lot of people like don't give themselves other chances because my whole thing with this life, life's a gift album is that life's a gift. The whole world is our oyster. We can literally go and do and find new interests and find new hobbies and figure out new things and learn new things. Yeah. There is literally a no limit on how much we can learn because we will never know everything. So that's well, how I feel about the music industry. It's just I don't think I'm in it. I don't really think that it's going to affect me. And when there's a deal on the table, it's like, I'm not a stupid guy. I graduated high school. I graduated college. Yeah. So it's like mugs know how to accept certain. I just know how to not to get screwed over and yeah. how to have the right people in my corner. As far as the hip hop industry goes, I know I'm going on a tangent. Own your oh, masters. You Sorry. If you're going to get a studio label and they say anything about you giving their masters to them, don't do it. Because what's going to happen is they're going to give you a lot of money right then. It's going to look really good. And then a year later, you're going to buy 10 cars or so and buy your mom a house and do all this thing. And then you're no longer making money off your music because you don't own it anymore. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Hold it. Hang on that's all you there. got. To be honest, I mean, when you make whole... art, that's like a painter making a painting and then selling the painting but just owning a photocopy mm -hmm. of it and putting it on their wall. Like, it's not the same, you know. Mm -hmm. No one's analogy. gonna pay That's money. Really solid no one's gonna pay money to come look at your photocopy, but yeah. people might pay money to see the exact real thing. I mean, so, I, I feel sorry, like continue. I just had to get that out. Let the people know. Don't screw yourself over in those deals. They'll try to do it. And if they tell you to fly out to L.A. to sign no. the deal, don't do it because L.A. has different laws than sh like any other place does on deal signing, and they can screw you over more in L.A. All right, sorry. That boy did his homework. No, and it, and I just it, watched Kenny Beat streams. Shout out well, Kenny Beats. My whole thing is like facts to everything you just said. My whole thing is like it's like if you're an artist and you're making good music, because guess what? People are only gonna tune in if it's good music. If you're an artist and you're starting to go up, I feel like it's natural to research how does these things work facts. so that I'm not getting screwed over. No offense to anybody that's been screwed over, but it's like we're at the point where it's happened so many times to people that you got to be thinking ahead of yourself. You got to be up. Not to mention, yeah. everybody's preaching about being independent. Even if everybody's it, preaching about, you know. Even if you get less money, you know, from the deal by owning your masters, it's like, in the long run, if you really believe in your music, you can sell your one-hit wonder for a million dollars, invest, and be good. But if you really believe in your music... You'll sell it for 250 k and still own your masters. Right. And also believing in your music is believing in that painting that you painted with you yeah. and your homie. It's it's your art. 
It's literally your baby. It's it's that. If you don't want to sell it, you don't have to. But if you want to sell it, by all means, go ahead. Because you can make bank off of it. And it is cool for someone to think your art is good enough that they want to put it up themselves on their wall. You know what I'm saying? Right. Real quick, let me say what I don't like about the hip-hop industry, and then I'll be done. Um, as far as... So I said what I said about the music industry. As far as subverting into the hip-hop industry, the one thing that I don't like, and this goes off of what... This goes back to what you were saying. There was a point in time where there wasn't a lot of creativity going into hip-hop. And a lot of what hip-hop and rap was was being plagued by... Um, a lot of the negativity coming from so, drill and trap music. So you have the whole hip-hop world being affected by literally people inviting death into their lives through these lyrics that are clearly negative and clearly affecting our youth, you know? Gun culture is a huge problem in America. It's a Gun violence is a huge problem in America. We know this through mass shootings. We know this through the crime in urban in urban and inner cities and bro i'm gonna say this for real the hip-hop community and the black community we have to start holding ourselves accountable we have to start calling out nah we shouldn't be teaching our kids this we shouldn't be teaching our kids that oh you gotta shoot somebody because you don't know how to reason with them you don't know how to communicate a issue that you have with somebody so this is a huge problem that i have with the hip-hop community and the hip-hop industry and this is a large reason of why i'm naming my project life's a gift because i actually care about my life i'm 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 here because i'm here to experience i'm here to learn like i said earlier so if life's a gift if i think life's a gift why would i joke and and say that invite all these negative things into my life because this person did it and i'm not even from the same lifestyle as them yeah. So that's a huge thing to me that is not being really talked about in the hip hop community. And there are a lot of great rappers that are, you know, that that are bringing real talent. Like you said, the real talent is coming back. It's coming back. All this stuff, all these basic gun bars, anybody yeah. can rap about guns. I can literally make hella rhymes about guns. Like <laughs> Choppa. What rhymes with Choppa? A lot of things. What rhymes with Pipe? Uh, all, a lot of things, bro. It's not hard to to rap about these things or or make make it poetic, but I think we just gotta be real about the indulgence in this because it's one thing to be from a lifestyle; it's another thing to be, to be just pro- provoking that lifestyle right. onto people who John aren't gonna say from that. John ja, ja Morant is a, a a victim of this. He's not. A person that's but a culprit. He should know he's better. I wouldn't even say you victim, should. But he should, should, should know better. But that's the better. thing. Like same way, I didn't know better. Like I'm gonna be real. Like yeah. I was allowing my personality to be affected by by things that I thought were cool because other people mm-hmm. thought they were cool, and this is the natural way to be. Like I said, I'm learning how to be myself. The only thing I want to be is better than the person I was last week, two years ago. I gotta keep bettering myself. I gotta keep getting better than I was. I got to keep competing with myself. I'm not worried about what other people are doing for real, for real, because, you know, it's not conducive towards my mental health or my physical health. I'm worried about us being stronger together and us going up together. A lot of mugs come together just so they can fall out and then be at war with each other. I like to think of it more as a curiosity thing instead of a, like, worry about what other people are doing because it's like... 
If I oh, see yeah. someone doing something and I notice it's successful or it sounds good, it's like, you know, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to beef with them. I'm just like literally I'm curious, like I wanna learn, you know. I think that it's like different if you come at the approach of like I'm trying to learn something from this person instead of I'm trying to compare my own self. And I think it's like literally just a switch of words, like like I'm comparing myself versus I'm learning something from them. Because it's like Boys. one thing to be like, damn, I don't have all these viewers like this person, but it's like you see these videos of Travis Scott, you see these videos of Jack Harlow at their first concerts, nobody's there. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, now now it's lit. It's like I'm not looking at those like, damn, I wish I had good music like them or I wish I could get fans like them. It's like, damn, no, they started from the bottom and now they're here and I'm trying to figure out what happened in the middle of that because I want to be there but too. That And let me say this real quick. Um, I say this about art in general, whether whatever type of creator you are. If you're an actor, if you're an artist, if you are a graphic designer, if you're doing these things so that so that you can get rich or so that you can get hella views or, or whatever, whatnot, you're not in it for the right reason. It's more so like... I'm, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm making art, and I'm not... Dis, I'm not, like, this is nothing against what you're saying. I'm just adding on. Yeah. I'm making art, and we said it's for ourselves, yeah, but it it's is. for ourselves and the people who want to appreciate it. Yes. Those who don't... I'm not care trying to change to, Those who don't care yeah. to appreciate it. There's seven, 7 billion people on this earth. We're all different. We're all going to like different things. And nobody's I, ever been universally liked. We haven't liked. found the people yet who will appreciate the hell out of that not one song Jesus. or that one piece of art that we yeah. made and really don't really rock with that much. But there's people out there that really want to see something for everybody. and appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's like... Damn, I lost my train of thought. I will say this, though. I definitely appreciate all three of you as artists. Um, It takes a lot to put your work out there. It takes, uh, like I said, for me, me it takes a lot because, again, like I said, Herm was, like, on the first iteration of this podcast, for example, right? So this is my fourth time going after this idea in my head, and it's finally playing out. It's not perfect, but it's still playing out the way that I want. So just using that as an analogy to say i really appreciate you guys for putting your stuff out into the world also i like your i like talk that talk i truly enjoy all of your music um it's just fun so with that though i uh, what i, I was I have to... what i was gonna say that i forgot a second ago <laughs> was talking today right it's the cut water shout out cut water but uh it's <laughs> yeah big shout what out i was to gonna say water. is that um we're off one of these by the way <laughs> <laughs> one i make music i make music right to like for myself like it's always for myself because it's a therapeutic thing it's like people yeah it's like it's like i i personally make the music so that I can emote because I don't know how to emote like as a person in real life but when I'm by myself at night it's like I can finally fucking put my thoughts that have been bouncing in my head all day into a metaphorical standpoint that I can view and help me through a situation but it's also like I would love to do that and get paid to do therapy you know what I'm saying like I'd love just like that's why I put my shit out there try to show up to everything because it's like I want sooner rather than later to be able to do this and not have to worry about the real world of like working. Right. Like I I just want to work on my music and other people's music for that matter. And I want to get paid to do it so that I can 
because that's my passion. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if I can get paid to do my passion, why not aim for it? It's not just it, work you know? to you. It's yeah, it's passion. not even it's not work. It's like like I have fun. I love doing this shit, and I'd love to get paid to do what I love. So it's like I'm gonna keep pushing my stuff and keep putting it out there because I want to make enough money that like not only I can support myself, but I can support like everybody who's t- I know is talented around me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, the second I blow up, like Leah's hat is gonna be sold on mass quantity. Like <laughs> she's making a buck. You know, mm-hmm. like Rex's MIDI pad that I use every day when I make a beat is gonna make a buck. It's like. You know, I'm just trying, like, I have all these talented, creative friends, and it's like, it, one of us got to make it so we can all make it. Because mm. I know once one of us makes it, we can all make it. So it's like just throwing myself at everything, because it literally takes one second. It takes, like, one second, one opportunity, and you never know when that shit's going to happen. You could be doing some random show, random place, you think it was terrible, but someone comes up to you after and is like, whoa, I really love your music, like, blah, 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 they add you. That's another fan. They're probably going to show mm-hmm. their friends their music. You know what I'm saying? That's three mm-hmm. fans. It's just, like, the small stuff, at, at least at the beginning, you know. And oversaturated musical culture, people, like, feel like they're in on, like, secret. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For sure. You trying to hop on the mic? Yeah, I was gonna say you want to you want to hop on the mic so the people can welcome hear you? to the podcast. Hey, special, we had Jake special, in the special back. guest. One of the cool things about art in an oversaturated culture is when you feel like you're in on some kind of secret, but it should be a badly kept secret. It's one of those things that everybody knows about. Yeah, yeah. you know, like. <clears throat> that's why people do like early promos it's not the whole song it's just a snippet they're like did you hear the new snippet oh my god I bet you haven't yeah. think about how many times you've been on social media and you've been like I gotta send this to my friend you know and they're, they're, they're like oh I already saw it or like you know stuff stuff like that it's like you wanna be so unique and like and thinking I'll be that mad you found when they the say I already saw it I'm like Right, I'm like, this came out seven it. minutes ago how right. do you already see it unsee <laughs> it so I'm the first I'm reading Rick Rubin's book that he just put out the art of creativity. Shout out, bro! I just uh, no. This man produced the Beastie Boys. So yeah, like, no. You know, was his, Zeus is his, also reading his, that book. Had his hand in so many different things. There's there's a chapter where he talks about uh, the personal is universal. You write about shit that you think is like, oh, I'm the only only person who ever thought this way. Yeah. How many times have you heard a song and you're like, oh, that shit's about me? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that's like that people is exactly how when people I listen relate. to my boy's music for real. Yeah. People relate. That's literally it. Like, just you gotta. It's and it sounds corny to say it, but like you follow your heart in that way because if you put it out and you're authentic about it and you're real about it with no facades, no dressing it up too much, you're gonna mm-hmm. find your audience. There's also your, that your I, audience is gonna find you. There's yeah. that idea too that like everybody <laughs> thinks you the don't sh- find them. There's that idea that everybody thinks the shit that's happening to them is, like, only happening to them. But, like, how is all this music so universal? Like, Thank it's you, clearly happening to everyone. Yeah, shout out, Jake. Shout out, Jake. We got the crowd. We're on the, like, hour 10 mark down there. Oh, we got the hour 10 mark yeah. today. We don't I mean, want to hey, hey, probably in. sleep by now. But if you stuck around, love you. Hey, thanks um, for listening. We had a good talk. Yeah. Hey, uh... Definitely make sure to come out to Half House. Announce y'all projects. Um, take over this weekend. Facts. Just show up. You're gonna have a blast. You're not gonna regret it. You're not. Twelve half it's house takeover. So it's gonna be so fun. You're about to show up and be like, "Dang, I thought yeah. this was gonna be lame, and I was gonna be standing in the <laughs> shout back." Shout out to all the graduates, by the way. Shout out to all the graduates. Shout out you. And if you come to the show on Friday, I'll personally announce your name. And be like, "This person graduated." Everybody, give me a hell yeah. Every hell graduate that yeah. comes to the show, we're saying your full name. 
Shout you out. <laughs> government. Legal hey, name. Um, government. We got projects coming for the yes, next sir. few weeks or over the got next month. Got a lot month. of them. Yep. June 2nd. June 2nd. Uh, yeah, June 2nd for yes, me. Sir. I got uh, Give Me an Excuse. Come First out. EP. First EP. He's been working on that he for said, a long time. Give me time. an excuse. Yep. <laughs> That's tough. tough. He finna act a fool if she give him an excuse. (laughs) And then you got you been talking about yours. What you got? Yeah, my my first ever project, and I've been recording for since about 2018. My first song that I recorded was Good Ass Intro. uh, Was a remix to Chance the Rapper song, and then the second song was a remix to Florence and the Machines. Dog days are over. Um, So I've been recording since 2018, but I finally got my project coming out. June fifteenth, life's a gift, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a trip. So definitely fuck yeah. with me. I got a I got a little something. I'm gonna be waiting a little bit. Sorry if you thought I was gonna have another mousepad album, <laughs> but those take a lot of energy from me and a lot of time, especially if I'm doing it by myself because I like to have a whole concept and sometimes it doesn't click. Any features? So I gotta wait. Uh, there'll be some features. I don't know. I like to do a lot of it myself because it's just hard to like. It's hard to conceptualize a con a concept with somebody, uh, you know, without a lot of conversation. You and Nick went crazy on that. That's easy. Pieces. We've been friends yeah. for ten plus years. You know, we kind of think mm-hmm. similarly a lot of the time. Plus, I know him well. You know, and I know, you know, we we know each other well enough to give each other gifts at the end of our phrases of like, you can start on this now because I know these this specific phrase will connect with you mentally mm-hmm. and stuff like. So that was like a breeze. But uh, yeah, I got a little EP coming out. Uh, it's going to be coming out on my birthday, June 9th, so Friday this year. So uh, it's going to be a quick little three, maybe four-song EP. It's going to have a feature from Rios Mios on there. It's going to have a feature from my boy Serg on there, uh, Sputnik. Shout out, Serg. Uh, he'll be at the Shout show Sputnik. May 12th. Yeah. Uh, and it's Shout out be Sputnik and Mickey. Facts. Shout out Mickey for real, for real. Uh, and then uh, it's going to have a feature from... Yeah, that's it. Just those two guys. It's going to be really quick. I just like to make little out. Like, I do shows. I'm not trying to make everybody depressed at shows. So I like to put out little EPs in between my albums that are just, like, way more fun, way more upbeat. Because uh, I also just love to produce things other than just the indie hip-hop that I make, you know. And that's why I love producing for all these guys because I get to kind of... I get Y'all to kind of mix it up. Mouse but. and Whip, best producers I ever had. <laughs> hey, we got a lot to look forward out, to. Man. Yeah, we got also, a lot. Hey, I'm finna shout, shout out Half House. I got a uh, few features on my tape. Um, Facts. I got Whip finna be on, on yeah, uh, this song called Natural. I got Nick Valentine, Abnormal. Yeah. Who else? I might have. Chase. I think I got Chase Scott on there. I got uh, Artist Joseph on there. Yep. Um... And then the rest we gonna tape. see. Yeah, it's gonna be a Tune lit tape. Up. I'm excited. It's gonna be a lit. It's it, I'm reaching a new heights of of just me, and I have not done anything for myself in a long time, and I'm just happy to be doing something. And as after. as somebody who's that's been the there, mantra. As someone who's been there since the beginning of him recording this tape, it's like crazy to see how it's like come to fruition as it has. Because I remember it was supposed to be what called what life's a what. Or it was, was gonna be called uh, life's a. Life's a finesse. Yeah, finesse. But the finesse was going to be cr- crossed out, and then it was going to be gift under that. But originally, he yeah. didn't tell me that. It was just going to be life's a finesse. And now it's life's a gift. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's life's growth right there. That's growth. So Life I'm is glad. a gift. Like I said earlier, um, 
Treat your life like you actually care about it. You don't yeah. know how many of these you actually get. For all we know, we only really. I'm get dropping one. a podcast episode. So, hey, there you go. Yeah. Big oh. facts. Hey guys, if you're listening to the podcast, go check out the podcast. Uh, hope you hear it. Pod <laughs> them. Anywho, uh, till next Appreciate time. Appreciate life. Love yeah. your yeah. friends. Love, love your family. Shout out y'all. Have a good Shout out, half house, baby. Mm.